Are you the kind of gal who's not interested in how things used to be in the hair industry, who wants to hear from ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga, and join me as I interview and learn and get curious about other hairstylists I believe are living life on their own terms, defining what success means for them and living lives in alignment with that. Let's dive in. Hey guys, I'm super excited to share with you that I have brought back my signature course, Sheenette's Worth, a hairstylist guide to going independent. So if you've been independent for a while and you don't have systems, this course is for you. If you're thinking about going independent and you're not sure if it's what's the right move for you, this course is for you. I know for myself, I wish I had this course. Basically, the first four years I was independent, I struggled because I didn't have the infrastructure or the understanding of the business side of my business. So if this sounds like something you could use some help with, please head over to my website, wavemaking.com, and check out my course. Hey, guys. It's your host, Lindsay Mayuga. I've never started one like that, but thought it'd be kind of fun to try it. So I thought it'd be kind of cool to talk today about questioning our why. I feel oftentimes I have this idea or these things I want to do or um, just I things that get in my head or, you know, business decisions I want to make, um, just choices that come up for me that I'm like, oh, I want to do this or I want to do that or I don't want to do that or uh, I want to do more of what I've been doing or less of what I've been doing. And I think that um, a lot of us, you know, with careers that we haven't made a lot of changes to, sometimes it can feel a little overwhelming when you realize that you have the choice to make things different and to change them. And so I wanted to share a little bit about how I make the decision to make changes. So in the span of my career, like many of you, I've made a ton of changes. I've changed how I schedule people. I've changed booking softwares. I've changed how I check people out. I've changed not taking gratuity outside of like having a flat rate. I've made a lot of changes and, you know, all change kind of has a little pushback around it. Not a lot, but um, I find that if we haven't gotten clear on why we want to make the changes and, and have just ownership and stand firmly in the decisions that we make, it can be really hard as we make the changes to own them. And for me, the best way to own my changes is to know why I'm making them and why I'm moving in a different direction, why I'm showing up, you know, behind the chair differently or you know, why I'm scheduling services with different names, fewer appointment styles, why I'm doing things, I think is the secret elixir for being brave and doing things differently. So um, for me, when I think about some examples of why I make changes, so, you know, I'm always thinking about how do I streamline? How do I simplify? How do I make the client experience it, you know, better, less stressful, more streamlined, more simple, more minimalistic. It's like, okay, if I cut out the whole tipping part and it's just like, we're agreeing to both just the flat rate that I 
that I charge, then we're not having that dance at the end of the appointment. If I, if I require credit cards on file and I check with the person as they're leaving and I say, Hey, did you want to charge the card you have on file? Then that, that streamlines the whole checkout process. And so I think knowing that you can't make a change in your business or your life and not have it impact people differently. But I think that what clouds our judgment tends to be like thinking of that one person who's going to not like it or be offended by it. And I think that's like such a common hairstylist move to get outside of ourselves and to think about how our decisions will impact everyone else. And I do think that's important and necessary to think about uh, the overall good of the of the people so it's like if you're thinking about your whole clientele and like 10 people are coming up as like high alert like this is going to be a problem but you've got like 110 clients that you're trying to make the most educated thoughtful decision around then I think that you need to trust that what's best for most people is the direction that you're going in and um yeah I think really decoding and I think you know I've heard people say before like the why behind the why behind the why so uh, oftentimes like you can be like well I want to know how much money I'm making that's why I want to not take gratuity but it's like what's the why behind that it's like well I would feel more freedom I would feel more creative I would feel more at peace with my day because there wouldn't be this this uh unclear um, money, emotional dance that I'd be doing. And it would clean, it would literally free me up in my head space to be able to show up in a really beautiful state. So for me, it's not about the money as much as it's about the whole energetic, you know, transaction and, and, and not having it, what it frees me up to be able to do. And, um, it makes my job feel lighter. It allows me to, enjoy the artistry more. And so like, I think if we sit with what, what the initial why for doing things, I think there's all, there's most times a deeper why than the one we have identified. And that's been true for my life. You know, it's like, why didn't I want my partnership to end? Because honestly, the, the, the high level why was um, well, because I'm comfortable, I'm uncomfortably comfortable. Like I don't really want, I'm, I'm afraid of the unknown. I mean, and then you start going into the why, well, what, why would, why are you afraid of the unknown? It's like, I don't know if I can stand on my own two feet. I feel like having had a partner, I have this little crutch and it keeps me safe. And what if I'm not good enough? What if, what if like, I don't have a strong enough personality or I don't make sound enough decisions what if like the why for staying stuck it's so much more convoluted and and deep and it's like I've had my therapist say before it's like you have like this ball of yarn and it's like you start to unravel it and you you start to follow it and it's like it's this winding web of like why we're actually keeping ourselves stuck or you know because like if you were to kind of boil it all the way down to the bottom of like why I was willing to stay in a partnership that wasn't working was I was scared and I didn't know if I was enough and you know I think that 
it's very easy to sit there and say like I'm blindsided I I didn't want this to end but if you do a deep dive and you get to you sit with the uncomfortable quiet you're scared shitless you're scared shitless of like who are you without other people and I think really just sitting with the why for wanting to do something and that can be things that we're called to do and things that our ego is calling us to do. You know, when I think about like, let's say I have a, a big dream versus a dream that, you know, or something that I want to aspire to do. And I think I have to really be honest with myself and ask myself, why, why do I want to do that? And I think the other thing is, is like your, why doesn't have to be one thing, right? Like why's can have your, your, why can have multiple layers to it. So like, that's where I think there's like a lot more like nuance and there's a lot more, um, just finessing to our, to our why for wanting to do things. So like, Yes, there's an element of your ego in some of your dreams, but that doesn't mean that that's not enough, that there's not enough substance there for you to move forward. And that doesn't mean that uh, there isn't a lot of service involved and a lot of um, giving back and a lot of showing up in your strengths. And like, there's a lot of things that come together. And I think in the black and white world that we live in, I don't mean racially I just mean like um I just mean like how we see things in black and white how we see things as like it's just your ego wants to do that or it's for the good of people and you should want to do it and I think that I continue to find that life is so gray and that everything's on a spectrum of gray really and that you can have something that's worth pursuing and your ego can be involved, but so can so many other amazing things that make it worthwhile. And, um, yeah, just realizing that like, you know, there's not a hang a left or hang a right and one's following your heart completely and one's not at all. It's like, what if there's a way to kind of do both? And yeah, I don't know. I think from, you know, just like watching romantic comedies and, having life feel like it's, um, you know, that there's like a, like a left or a right or a, but what if there's like a, a, a soft right, what that we can hang and like, we can have a mix of a lot of different things. So like, for me, like I love being home, but I love working too. And so I've, and I love having coworkers, but I still get to work alone a little bit. So I think it's just realizing that like, it doesn't have to look like anyone else's. And like, I can, you know, create whatever works for me and, you know, and so can you and being home four days a week, being in the salon three days a week and, um, just like pursuing the different elements of my life and how they feel good for me that, uh, and, and just continuing to check in with myself and, and ask why I'm doing them. Um, and, to learn and to get really curious because, you know, there's a long part, long time that I never really asked myself why I was doing what I was doing and how I wanted to do it. Didn't even seem like it was a up for debate. And, um, you know, just, I think if we keep coming back to curiosity and 
questioning why we are doing the things we're doing, I think we'll continue to learn about ourselves and that, and from that place, be able to continue to tailor our lives and businesses in a really intentional way. And, and it, and I mean like little things like tailoring, like you think about an outfit, it's like, it looks good, but like you take it to a tailor and they like take in the, the shoulders, just like a quarter of an inch, quarter of an inch, like in like those little changes and those little changes that to an untrained eye, someone's not even making, but all together over a slow amount of time, it's like, that's like a totally different outfit. You look amazing. And so I think we have to think about our careers and our choices and think about them as not being so catastrophic, not thinking about things in these big monumentous like moves and think more about how we can be showing up in a, and you know, even when it's like, I have to have a brave conversation with my salon owner that I work at or whatever it is. It's like, why do you want to have that brave conversation? Like, and it's like, well, because I work for them. It's like, no, but I don't think that's, but there's gotta be something deeper. And I think, I think that by getting curious and going down to the why, it allows us to show up more vulnerably. It allows us to really stand in our own power and to, to put out there what we want. Because, you know, if you don't know why you, you continue to like struggle at work, you know, if you don't know, then there's no way your boss is really going to know unless they're a really dialed in boss, which is going to be hard to do these days because there's a lot of moving parts in the world. So my feeling is the more curiosity, the more sitting with yourself, the more you know what's in your heart and what you want to see happen is the more you're able to show up and put it out there and advocate for yourself. And I guess I just don't want to live my life um, wondering what would have happened if I had just asked for my needs to be met. And I, I say to people that are in commission salons and like when I worked in them, I didn't do a very good job of asking for my needs to be met. I think I thought, um, and maybe this is right, maybe this is wrong. Um, I thought this is the way they run their business and um, I'm not going to change it. But I think having uh, a little more space from it and a little more a lot more personal development, a lot more self-awareness and learning to use my voice and not just be a frustrated, sarcastic person in the corner. It's taught me that um, you have nothing to lose. And if you come from a kind place and you share what's happening for you and what you want to see happen, you at least allow yourself the ability to move forward. Because the things we don't say, the conversations we don't have, they keep us stuck. And I think a lot of us are afraid of what will happen if we share our hearts and they get trampled on because, well, we have to do something then, you know, and it's like our hearts will be broken and, you know, like we'll have to like leave the salon we're at or we'll have to do something if we have to acknowledge that like we're stuck or that we're not going to be able to get our needs met here. But I promise you, having had my heart break a couple times now, not as bad as being stuck and it hurts but it allows you to get moving in the direction that ultimately you need to be going in so start asking the tough questions start sitting with it and start having brave conversations because I think that the people that I know that have not gotten their needs met but had these conversations are really really gently, kindly moving on from dynamics in salons and 
really, to me, changing the whole narrative in this industry around what it looks like to move on. And I think that that's something I'm proud to see in our industry. And, you know, think of it like that, too. If if you do go into some conversation and you don't get your needs met and ultimately you have to move on, do it as gracefully as possible because you're literally marching this industry in a new direction that is one of integrity, one of professionalism, and one of owning our our power and our desires and living into them. And that's an industry I want to be a part of. So have a great day, a wave making day, and I will talk to you soon.